Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Hello and welcome to the Iowa Geocachers Organization uh, monthly meeting for March 19, 2020. I'll call this meeting to order with a roll call. Uh, Michael, present. Uh, Bob? Here. Jerry? Sarah? I'm here. Should somebody else be taking minutes? She can listen back to it and then take the minutes from the recording. Okay, thanks. Uh, Cheryl? Here. Dave? D. Mark? I'm here. John? John is here. All right, now... Second, I got a message here. Okay. Uh, let's see. We've got a uh, couple uh, numbers listed here. <clears throat> I just will remind everybody that this is an actual meeting, and uh, conduct yourselves as such. Uh, approval of the minutes. As uh, everybody looked at that. Uh, the minutes from February's meeting. Is there anything to review, discuss on those? Nope. All right. Can I have a motion to approve the minutes from the month of February? This is Cheryl. I make a motion to approve the February minutes as written. And do I have a second? Mark, I'll second. All those in favor, uh, signify by saying aye. 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 All those opposed, say nay. All right, hearing none, motion passes. <coughs> uh, the treasurer's report, I know that got out a little late, but has anybody uh, looked? Look at that review. Is there anything to review or discuss on that? Uh, Sarah, can I have a balance? Yep, the um, available balance for this for February is $6,168.96. Um, one, the only thing that went through the bank this month was um, our rental for the Weeding Theater for Hike and Seek so far. Um, I did add on to it, um, last month we had approved the $300 for the Iowa State Park celebration um, and also was missing the IGO PAP tags um, amount for this year's PAP tags. So those two items were added into the budgeted funds. I did notice in the budgeted funds that Hike and Seek is listed as 650. Is that because the deposit? I thought the deposits were coming out separately. Yeah. So the yeah. So the deposits um, are listed there. They're coming out separately, um, but it's down to six fifty. If um, I had also sent that running list, the one hundred dollar rental fee for the weeding was cashed and went through. So that balance was seven fifty, and that hundred dollars has been cleared through. Okay. So it's six fifty. So it's reflecting how much we still have. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. Thank you. Is there anything else anybody want to discuss? All right, can I have a motion to approve the treasurer's report for the month of February? This is Bob. I'll make a motion to approve. And do I have a second? 
This is Cheryl. I'll second that motion. All, right. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 All those opposed signify by saying nay. All right, hearing none, uh, motion passes. Uh, next, uh, unfinished or ongoing business. Uh, the first thing I always cover is the path tag cash balance, and that balance is zero. I did order the uh, path tags, the, uh, the winning path tag, uh, and then I used uh, the $45 that had been in there. <laughs> And then I I also used $146 of uh, a funded amount from the treasurer's report. So the $146 and the $45 uh, that bought uh, our path tags for 2020. Uh, the next thing, uh, People's Choice Awards. We have an interesting situation. So county parks, uh, from what I have got gathered and the emails I have received back, county parks will be closed until further notice. Uh, state parks are postponing all events and programs through the end of April and they don't want groups larger than 10 uh, until that time. So Wikiup is closed until further notice. We were going to have our People's uh, Choice Awards there. So we need to uh, decide, are we going to wait until the end of the month and, and then decide, give an announcement? Uh, which would be seven, six, 13 days. Bob, I'm going to mute you here just for a second, okay? All right. Can everybody hear me? Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, I guess the first thing is, do we want to wait another week, week and a half, and then see where we're at? And then, uh, so if we make an announcement on the last day, well, we could do it April Fool's Day, but I think uh, March 31st would give people sufficient time to change uh, their plans. Um, that would be 19 days. Then, if they're, they're going to follow State Park and uh, have all uh, buildings closed through the end of April, then we have to figure out when when we would when we could when we could have our award ceremony. Uh, there was some discussion about that. Does anybody have anything, thoughts and ideas? Well, I think um, I, if everybody's okay with it, I mean, I agree with what Mike said in some other discussion that we had offline is obviously we can't go against the rules or shouldn't go against the rules and have a get together of more than 10 people, um, put anybody at risk. Um, I did see that we now have um, University of Iowa campus had their first positive case today. So I think it's just going to keep growing. So um, I definitely think that by March 31st, we should let people know that we're going to postpone it. And I'm more than happy to send out another one of those um, agenda things for people to say what dates are available again um, so we can decide that offline. So my my thought is, and I don't know exactly how the closures 
are worded in Iowa versus Illinois. I know that, um, you know, we have a tentative release date of March 31st, and I know that's not really going to happen. It's just what we've been told by state parks and school districts and restaurants and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I think I know that it's going to get postponed. I think wait till March 31st to make the announcement because we might have a better grasp on what actually is going to happen than we do right now, since it seems to be so fluid. Um, yeah, Sarah, that would be awesome if you did that again to send out the, the list so we could pick dates. I know my calendar suddenly opened wide up for like a <laughs> year. Um, I just have so many free dates now. It's kind of ridiculous. So um, yeah, we'll need to look at that. My question would be, do we keep the timeline for the voting that's going right now? Yeah, well, that brings up a good point. Cheryl, I would say that because um, did rem remind me we we gave an extension to the voting day already, correct? Correct. We did give an extension to the voting day, and now it's not like we're in a hurry from making the awards. But um, I mean, we can't just leave it open ended. Well, we I would say, yeah, I wouldn't think that we should leave it open ended. I would say that we close it as a date that we had extended it to. And then once we reschedule, um, we could decide at that point if we, um, I mean, we still have to do, that was just for nominations and we still have to do the voting. So we can hold off on the voting until later, closer to the date again. Right, and and we're we've got nominations coming in, and I can post out a reminder um, to let people know, you know, on Facebook. And then, if someone could go onto the event page and maybe make an announcement saying that we are looking at the possibility of postponement, but in the meantime, here's how you vote or nominate people, um, just to keep that going, so that we don't have to worry about it later on. Who knows? Who knows where we're going to be in a week? honestly. So I think it's most prudent to just be prepared to postpone it, you know, and cancel the event for now and then see where we are. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So if we, I thought somebody else was going to talk. If we, let's, okay. So I can't remember what the email sent. Was it the 20th? I think. What if I sent out another, send the email out again, but revise it to say, you know, kind of, kind of forewarn or, or you know, say we're going to accept nominations uh, through the 31st, at which time uh, nominations will be done, and you know. If we cancel, then we can we can cancel. We can inform them of the new date, and voting will be on these dates. Yeah, I mean, we just might not be able to say that the voting would be on certain days yet because we don't know when it would be rescheduled for. So, um, but yeah, I think sending out another email telling them that of the date that the nominations close by and that there's a, you know, due to COVID-19, there's the potential for postponing this event and that dates um, for voting would come at a later time. Just asking the question, I don't think it had happened, but let's say by some miracle of miracles, April 18th happened, would we be leaving ourselves enough time? if we left the vote open until March 31st, or the nominations until the 31st? Personally, I I feel a little rushed for that. Um, I think yeah. I would like to make a decision, you know, sooner than later what we're going to do, because I feel like with making both, um, you know, I'm making the picture PowerPoint and, ordering decorations and stuff um, or, you know, working on that, working with D on the awards, it would be tight if we do have it on the 18th. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking. 
let's not change the date for the nomination. We've already changed it once. Okay. We'll just send out a reminder tonight and keep it through midnight tomorrow night and go with what we've got. And that way, yeah. nobody's rushed and, you know, we can get things taken care of. I mean, maybe we still go ahead and just do the votes like we were going to. There's nothing wrong with having it and sitting on the information for longer, is there? No, it gives it gives people making the awards more time. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm all I'm all for that. Uh, all right, so we're going to send out a reminder email. All the dates will stay the same. Yeah. I'm 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 writing. And all dates stay the same. Okay. And then uh, hopefully we'll get a couple more uh, nominations then on, uh, well, tomorrow then. I was trying to look for the email that I sent out, so I knew specifically what date nominations ended. But. A question about the email that was sent out, because there was um, a conversation slash uh, issue at an event this past weekend um that not all members got the email and i was wondering if that only got sent out to supporting members rather than the it entire got, body it got sent out to the 165 or 66 uh emails that was on the list okay that's good enough um, answer for me. yeah let's uh i'll tell you um, the next thing, the unfinished business uh, or ongoing business was hike and seek. I can log in here real quick, Cheryl, if you want to uh, talk about hike and seek. Sure, I can do that. That's no problem. Okay, um, let's do that and then I'll log in. Okay, so uh, as far as hike and seek updates, um, in the committee group, um, we started a conversation about the Friday night dinner choices, um, but nobody in the last week has had time to breathe, let alone, you know, pick a dinner option. Um, but we've had we have we have variety. Um, what the theater offered up was their most popular choices, and then we're just going to whittle it down from you know pick something from there. Um, it, and that would be, you know, obviously people would pay their own way. Um, I did send out an email today to PathTags um, asking because two years ago they offered us a discount since it was for a big event. Um, and so I did check with them and I'm expecting to hear back in the next day or so um, about whether there would be a discount afforded to us for the PathTags or not. We do have the path tag design. Um, Hemp Mage Caleb uh, made that for us, and I think we all agreed that we like it. Um, and then uh, I'm also, I know right now they're offering free shipping because they're having a lot of issues because of the virus as well. You know, they've had some backup, and so they were offering free shipping in February and they extended it to March. So that could be another discount we could use. Um, uh this weekend i was planning on getting the event page finished up started and finished up uh since i had to move to online teaching this last week it sucked a lot of my time too um so that we can get the event page submitted because it could get published um next week because that, that would be six months out um so that at least the main event is out there and visible um and then i also send an email to everybody i'm hoping you all got it nothing got bounced back with the pdf of what i was given two years ago as the host and then i made an updated version of it all i just did was tweak some basic language tried to clear it up a little bit grammatical things and remove some of the stuff that is kind of archaic now the stuff about you know some of those side events that were hosted since we can't event stack to the near to the same extent that they used to when there was the you know the decorate your car contest and events all day long on Saturday I thought that it was 
probably pointless to have that in the official documentation. And I also updated the actual money amount that IGO gives the team for seed money. Um, because when I was looking at that and I pointed it out before, it says that on April 1st, we should be opening up bids for next year and be publishing that and posting and putting it out there and going after people for the next couple of months so that we can, as an event committee, can pick the next host, you know, give some ideas in July, and then it goes to the full board in August to vote so that this is lined up at our event in September. So my question to all of the board of directors is, was there anything that we need to add or subtract from the updated version of that before we make that public knowledge? You know, when you talked about it before, I looked through all the files I had, and I have never seen this. I knew it existed, but mm -hmm. I was never on the events committee before, so I never had a copy of it. But, okay. yeah, it looks good to me. I, I went through it, and so, yeah. In fact, I wanted to print a copy of it off and put it in my binder uh but i ran out of black ink so oh yeah i appreciate that my cut my printing has been greatly cut since i'm not at school um and i got that from bob because bob was president two years ago and also i think on the events committee and then on the vacancy committee so and it was out of date then so yeah, Cheryl, I guess um, from my perspective, I hadn't seen it before either until you sent it out. Um, and so um, with respect of you having hosted in the past, do you know, um, you know, some of the things that were outdated that needed to be updated? So I'm fine with the edits that were made. Is there any more information as a board you want to give or is there anything that seems like it's unnecessary anymore that I didn't cut? Bob, you've been through this before with me. Do you? What do you think? Yeah, it looks okay. You know, um, we tried to sort of uh, simplify it at one time. This form, um, the first time I saw this, it was like eight pages long. It was just mm -hmm. ridiculous the amount of information they had um, and required. It had a big worksheet for money and everything else. Um, right. And... Uh, I think at that time we tried to sort of just narrow it down to, um, you know, just the essentials, the things that uh, re, uh, the IGO requires and the rules that we right. were going to ask to be followed. And, uh, you know, we still have it done. It's like, what, three pages, three and a half, something like that. So um, yeah. it looks okay. I think as far as uh, our document, you know, what we need to present if anyone's interested in, um, I can seek to see what it what it entails. I think all the information is there. I'm I'm looking at it right now, um, you know. And uh, like I said, there were you know four pages of just complete unnecessary stuff on there um, to start out with. So, um, and I don't know if Cheryl ever had that version of the <laughs> that form. No, not, but, I never saw um, that one. I've only this is the only one I ever had. Yeah. So. It it looks okay. I don't have any problem with what what's said there. You know, um, the our big uh, does it mention the monies? Seed money it does have the, um, it. It mentions yeah. it mentions the seven fifty, and that if you need more than that, you fundraise for it or you get sponsors. Yeah. Okay. And and I so, think with that, Bob, what. Um, Shelly had told me when uh, telling me about the treasurer stuff is that um, she just always worked it out with whoever was hosting on the best way that would work for them to manage the money, um, obviously with right. the treasurer's help, but how they want to facilitate that together. So that's what I was doing this year with it and would plan to do future if I'm in this role. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's part of the the what we're trying to do is uh, give the group or organization that's 
handling it, manage it, the the ability to, um, you know, do it to what suits them best. Um, we're just giving them guidelines, and that's really all it is, is a guideline to uh, get them started so they can provide what we need, the, what the IGO needs, and, um, uh, you know, uh, basically a list of requirements that, that uh, need to be done. Um, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but uh, yeah, and you know, we we don't need to manage the money for them, um, you know, other than whatever is spent gets turned turned into us, you know, so we can report it. And um, but yeah, it's just a guideline. That's all it is. It's not a it's not a set of strict rules that um, keeps anyone from doing anything, you know. It it just needs to be the basic minimum. Um, this is what we need, and then anything extra is up to them. So, um, so then two ending questions. First, um, should I keep the vague reference to competition that's in there? That I know that hasn't happened since Dubuque, but I know that when it did happen, it was always a big deal, and we need to be clear about it. The second question would be would be we be okay with having this actually posted on the website so that people have access to it since it shouldn't really be a secret right i i agree it probably should be on the website uh just uh just for the sake that uh you know people that are interested in can at least look at it and then do you guys have a copy of the bid proposal then also? Uh, you mean like years past or a blank one? Well, there, there's the hike and seek bid proposal that the group fills out. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah. Okay. All, all I was ever given um, any given year was the previous year's proposal. Really? Yeah, we don't. Okay. We don't have a an official form for that. Yeah, I didn't have sense. a form. I was. Yeah. I was giving. Actually, time. let me uh, let me just forward you that. There's okay. uh, so once so I mean once they look at this, uh, the guidelines, then there's a bid proposal that can be filled out. Okay. Just gonna quickly. I'll, I'll just send this to everybody. Yeah, I just based mine off of Story County when I did it for 2018, and then I just ripped myself off for this year. So the competition wording should stay how it is. Was that vague enough? I know some people have very long memories when it comes to that stuff, so. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know that we even need to mention a competition again. That you know that should be something that's up to the um, the group that's organizing it. If they want okay. to host some type of uh, competition, um, yeah, and it's listed. Know, as it, it used to be. It too, used to be a so. really big deal, and it caused a lot of trouble. Uh, so they tried to set some some rules and guidelines to how it was meant to be done and that, but everybody had a different idea as to what should be done, right. how it should be, you know, rated, who should be, you know, getting points or if it's something else or, you know, uh, and it, it got to be a real big deal. So we've really faded away from holding any type of competition, um, you know, uh, just for right. that reason, because some one person thinks they didn't get enough points, or someone else cheated, and uh, it just goes on and on and on. So, um, you know, and geocaching is is really a game for everyone to play their own way. You know, uh, that's that's kind of one of the the key marks to it. Everyone has a chance and opportunity to play the way they want to, um, and when you make it a competition, it takes away from the the point of us hosting an event uh, for geocachers to gather and and uh, uh, be social. So agreed. Um, so is this something that would have to be approved by us 
as the board before we put it forward or is it since we're just editing one that we had before it's okay as is because i could make another edit and remove a little bit more competition language and show it to you guys all again and then make it public on april 1st unless we need to vote on it in which case i could edit it right now i don't i mean i i, I guess i like it as is um okay if you'll do me one one favor and correct one word please which one second second page uh where you have the b in parentheses it says hike and seek can you add another e oh, right there absolutely i was typing fast and at some points i was putting three e's in because apparently it's just extra special i was just looking at all the red underlying i'm just, just getting it open see that. uh yeah i I actually kind of like it as is. I do agree with Bob about the competition thing. Uh, at least twice, it has it has hurt people. Um, you know, I think I think one year you got a certificate, and then you got uh, you know those little stars that you get a stick, the little yeah, you know, gold stars. I'm going to call them. Yeah, yeah so you got be. you got stars. I mean, that was that was all right. The, yeah, that the one, was its way of stepping away from the competition that had happened the year before. Yes, yes. Yep, we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was on that committee too. Without. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I would like to see this and also that bid proposal that i just sent out to everyone uh you know i mean that wouldn't necessarily have to be on the website you know but the basic outline probably should then that way if we do have somebody interested then we can forward them that proposal and then they can fill it out so i know cedar rapids filled it out I don't know if you saw that, Cheryl, but uh, Chris had one. Uh, right. Out. This is this is what mine looked like, but that was because I based it off of Story Counties. I had Josh Spates, and uh, and so oh, I it okay. was the format too, and and so then I based it off of that. Um, so yeah, yeah. I would think that we wouldn't have to put the bid up, but we could put the information up. And that way, when people contact us, we could send them the bid form, which I did reach out to yep. this couple of people that sent emails through the website, and I have not heard back from either either one of them. So I'm not sure. I'll try again, but. And then we could add the, uh, well, I guess if we're ready for the uh, artwork for Hike and Seek, we could put that on that on the uh, hike and seek 2020 page yeah I, I figured i would do all of that at the same time when the event publishes just make it all 60 you know six months out and make a facebook group and everything yeah oh uh i don't know i i mean i don't know if we really have to vote on that do, do you, bob no, I don't think so. Um, I don't, it's just I, a, a document. Um, okay. And I fixed the spelling and, error. Uh, yeah, it's not like it's okay. bylaws, right? It's just guidelines. Correct. Correct. Yeah, it's just just guidelines. Uh, so back to the email that I sent out and you know, Bob might be able to answer more of these questions. He's done this more than I have. It says 165 recipients and 81 people opened it. Right. I guess, Cheryl, um, if there's someone specific that didn't get the email, if you want to reach out to Mike or Bob and make sure that they're on the 
the list, um, that would be a good idea. So then we can figure out what's going on. I can. I also told that specific person that they should contact someone to let them know, but I'm not sure yeah. that that's going to Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, so, if you hadn't been around them and, and you didn't know, right. you know right. what I'm saying? So we just want to make sure there's not an issue. Yeah, I will definitely, I'll email you guys the name and then you can look to see if they're on the list. Perfect. So some of the things that uh, some of the things that Sarah and I have noticed is so she does her supporting list and then I go on to uh, Mailchimp and I verify that they are supporting or not supporting or and or I fix their their membership date and we've got a couple. Uh, emails back that said uh, don't use this email address use this email address I I am a supporting member but I keep getting the non-supporting member emails asking you know or telling you know telling them about being a supporting member and there's been a couple times where they're in there twice Uh, yeah, I mean, so, we've just found a bunch of different errors, you know, different things by going through it. And one of the things was that somebody had said, you know, when they originally paid to be a supporting member, they used one email address. And then when they signed up for MailChimp, they used a different one. So they were getting both emails. So that, you know, that was, that's another incident of what we found. Yep. Yep. That was. Uh, Let's see what else about Mailchimp. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Sean, your wife was in there with a instead of a seven, it was the and sign. So I corrected that. Uh, Sarah actually found that mistake. Thank you. Um, yeah. So she probably I I did send out like this welcome letter. I had Sherry kind of draft up. And I kind of tweaked it a little bit, and then I so if if somebody signs up new, which means they're not in Mailchimp as either a member or supporting member, then I was thinking about sending out this welcome email. Mm -hmm. And Bob says that when you sign up, you get what Bob? You get a um, little thank you. So so um, the original. Uh, was a, a notification that um, you've been added, basically been added. It was just a, a quickly written um, notice, notification. Uh, right now, however, um, since two days ago, I think, um, they will now receive that email that, that, uh, that was drafted up. Um, it's okay. added a very small amount, but um, actually I don't think it's added it. I, think it just is a different um, format but uh, they will now receive that it's automatic it's automated so when someone signs up or fills out that form they will receive that um, that email that that uh, you had I think Sherry write up so yeah. um, it's fully automated in MailChimp when someone fills out the the new member form or uh, the update um, account form, uh, then um, they will automatically re uh, receive that email as a response that says they filled out the form and um, they're in our system. So, uh, and the thing is, is that um, members, if they're if they've signed out that or filled out that form before, they can go back and do it again if they'd like to update. Um, their information. Uh, sometimes that has happened uh, and that uh, puts them in again because for some reason they changed the name or they changed the email or something else um, and it creates a new uh, ID form essentially in MailChimp. Um, the other thing with MailChimp is um, I wish we could tell everyone 
but if they don't open those emails for a certain number of times or they uh, don't want to look at them and they immediately delete them, um, MailChimp records that, um, not in the sense that they're watching anyone, but um, it kicks back to them. And after so many times of someone deleting an email that they've re received from us, it will put them in an uh, inactive account. It'll, it'll make them inactive. And what that does is that creates um, the ability for us to mass email because uh, anyone that's, that's um, frequently deleting our emails uh, without looking at them, without clicking on it, without reading it, uh, uh, will not consider it. Again, if, if, if they do that, it's considered spam. We're spamming them, so it'll okay. remove them or put them uh, in an inactive account, and then they, they stop receiving emails from us, in which case we have to delete them, and, and then they have to re-add themselves. So that has happened. Yeah. Um, there's, there's so many things that we have to just um, allow MailChimp to do uh, just so that we can mass email um, that you know it makes it makes it a little little slippery for us, but it's also um, you know the best option that we have for doing that, other than trying to send out uh, you know emails from a list five at a time to yeah. you know, specific people. So, so on John's um, wife's. Oh, go go ahead, Bob. I was just gonna yeah, say no, give an example if, of what happened. If if they put the wrong email in. There's nothing we can do about that. Um, so, you know, so her, uh, I mean, her I mean, email we can came, go back in and correct it. Yes. Yep. Yeah, her but, email came um, from an old list with a with a typo, and okay. it was it was sending out, but it was getting uh, a hard rejection. So it cleaned her. So when I go yep. in to edit, I can't edit her email. I actually have to delete her. And and what I found Correct. is that you delete and as soon as you type in a correct address then you can match that that address with with the person that was the closest to it which she popped back up and then mm -hmm. it accepted that new email but all her information stayed even though I had to actually delete her I brought her back and now it's all good yep so yeah. If anybody says they're not getting emails, uh, you know, take take their name, number, email, give it to Bob, get it to me. We can go in there and see if there's a typo or just what's going on. Because if I send it to 165 people and only 80 people open the email up, that's that's kind of strange. I don't know why that that is. Would it be an idea for me to post in the Facebook group for you know for social media? Just if you haven't been getting our emails, this will be a good time to go in and make sure that you have submitted the correct email address to IGO, and just have them go mm -hmm. through that process again. Yeah. Yeah, just make sure that everybody has their corrected email, to, especially now with uh, things the way they are where, you know, we're we're trying to hold the line on our date, but we need to be flexible at the same time, and we need to let people know in a reasonable amount of time what is actually going on. Hey, Cheryl, I wonder if on Facebook, if it could just be a, something about like, hey, are you receiving emails from IGO? If not, maybe we don't have your correct email address, something like that. Maybe not necessarily asking everyone to look to see if yeah. we have the right one, but just if they're right. getting emails. Yes. Okay. I'll do that. I'll, I'll word it just like that. Right. This is Dave. I have a question about the email. So. If you sent out a hundred and whatever it was, but only eighty or some, only eighty or some have been opened or, or read. Like it, yeah. If you sent out an email, I'm just asking this question. I don't know that said, could you please let us know if you received this email to send back a I got it, thanks. Then you'd know if all those had valid email addresses. 
the ones that didn't come back, either they weren't opened or they just so I can, a wrong email address that's not active anymore. I can actually uh, run a report and and it will give me all the email addresses that opened and how many times they looked at it again. Oh, okay. It's the same with, uh, yeah, it'd be the same. So when you guys send out your uh, cash of the month, you can go back in there and see how many times somebody looked at it, closed it, and then said, oh, hey, and look at it again. You know, it's it's kind of interesting. Okay, so uh, but yes. the ones that, that they never open up, those are the ones we don't know where they're going. Yes, and then uh, what I, you know, it it take quite a while, but I could I could run this and then I can go in there and open up individual people and I can see individual people if they're even opening them up. So if I go to the main list of 165 people, I can look up you, Dave, and I can tell you, uh, you know, how many times you looked it up or opened it, or if you clicked on a link. Pretty interesting. We should actually have a, we should have an event where we can have a class on this because it's, it's (laughs) pretty interesting. It's very helpful. Um, Yeah. The, the problem with the emails, um, and I think we're going to have that problem no matter which format we use is uh, if someone for some reason doesn't want to look at it or uh, something or they've accidentally clicked spam, you know, they've had an IGO email and they they hit it, this was spam, or they've, um, you know, just deleted it without looking at it. Uh, Sometimes uh, their email, you know, whatever they're using will automatically kick that into their spam folder. So we could be constantly sending an email to someone uh, but it'll always go to their spam folder and they'll never look at it. Um, and, uh, you know, once that happens, there's nothing we can do other than uh, for them to go into their spam folder and find it and say, oh, this is in my spam folder, this isn't spam. Um, and, you know, for 168 uh, members, we can't, you know, tell each and every one of them that uh, you need to look in your spam folder uh, to a sense. Because we don't really know what's happening with those. Uh, we can only send them out and get a report back as to who opened them. Um, right. You know, and what, what they're doing, you know, in, in a response. But um, it's, yeah, you know, and that's the, the hard part about sending out both emails is um, we just, we don't know what's going to end up as spam or not. And some, some uh, email providers will automatically uh, to uh, flag it as spam and put it in a, someone's spam folder because it went out to a certain number of people. So, um, you know, it's it's sort of a, you know, darned if we do and darned if we don't. So, yeah, yeah, and then you know, like I said, if somebody isn't getting them, uh, you know, have them have them email me you know, or Bob, and we can sit down and open this up and look and see, you know, what's going on, because we're not, we're not trying to keep any information away from anybody. Yeah, I would say in interest of time, because we've been on for almost an hour now, um, that I think it'd be great if, like what Cheryl said, that she'll put something on Facebook to just remind people if they aren't seeing an email or they think they should be getting one and they aren't, um, to let someone on the board know and we could help get them set up yep. all right uh, let's see okay so people's choice award hike and seek uh, new business just real quick uh, I did reach out to Liz about the playing cards there's been some some uh, somebody uh, Cheryl you had asked and was kind of interested in that I reached out to her uh, I have all the rules and stuff that I had found in notes. Uh, I think I sent that out as an email. Uh, 
my email to Liz went into her spam folder and she found it recently and replied back. She gave me the link of where she got your cards. Uh, the last time the board approved 100 decks of cards at $7 each, we sold them at $10 each, uh, or maybe, no, I think they were $8 now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, but the main, the main, how they, how we did so well on this fundraiser was the bidding wars that took place. And Liz says it's very time consuming. She was up till midnight, the deadline updating as fast as she could the prices with the bidding wars. And she was up till midnight and then uh, bidding stopped. And once payment and pictures were received, she put them on the appropriate cards and we had a deck of cards. So, uh, but that's the logistics of that. So, with that, interested, not interested, look into it some more. Thoughts? Well, yeah. as far as the time, I, I was just going to say we could very easily say it doesn't have to be midnight. It could be 10 p.m. if we wanted. It wouldn't have to be that late. <laughs> And and my my thought on that is um, I understand the you know uh, and I remember doing that because I bid on a few few cards and actually didn't get them but um, some of those sold for over a hundred dollars for a specific card I believe um, yes and you know that bidding went on and on and on um, in the the shortcut to that would be to put a put a specific price tag, meaning uh, every card. If you want this for sure, it's going to cost you fifty bucks, you know. Um, and uh, you know that way, uh, you know, it's first come, first serve. And putting a match on it. Then you then you could still, if someone doesn't want to pay the full fifty dollars, uh, then you can start the bidding at one dollar. Correct. You know so that that would just be setting. You can you can start. Yep. Oh, I was just going to say that would chase. be just setting the max bid on them. And I've held auctions held that way as well. Is you can start the bid at whatever, but have a max bid set on each card. Right. So if the first first person that says I'll pay fifty bucks for that's going to get it. Um, yep. And and you know in a sense we limit ourselves, but then also. Um, you know, we're not um, dealing with a, a whole bunch of hassle in, in a sense either, you know, other than last minute people trying to get it for 20 bucks, you know. Um, I will, well, you know, we have, we still have a month if we decide to roll this out. So let me yeah. look back in the books and let me, I'll, I will give you the number of the the fundraising number, and then and then then we'll go from there. But uh, so I'll look I'll look that up, and then uh, Sarah and I will uh, give you more information. Uh, so moving on, uh, supporting member drawing, Sarah. Uh, we have 51 supporting members. I just ran the generator and it came up with number 42. And that is Ironhead R5. And he um, just signed up um, this past month. So that's awesome. Hey. All right. Good deal. Okay. Committee reports, legal bylaws. Uh, I have I have nothing new. Uh, nothing new. Uh, finance and fundraising, Sarah. Um, other than just what uh, you had talked about with the fundraising ideas, I think we can look at those numbers and um, come back with uh, more on that. Um, 
finance. Um, I think just it's been working out really well with sending members reminders of their memberships coming up. Um, most people respond instantly and renew their membership right away. Um, I have a lot of emails to send out um, since a lot of people usually renew at um, the People's Choice Awards. Um, so I'll be sending those emails out shortly and hopefully can get people to renew or um, we'll have to decide if we want to let them extend it until the awards to give them that chance if they want to pay it in person instead. Um, so that will just be something up for discussion later. Quick question about dues. Is there a, an amount of money a person can pay in advance to get a discount like five years, 10 years? I don't think that we have a discount. I haven't seen that. I've just seen that, you know, people have paid and then their date gets set for how many years they pay for. I haven't seen a discount. Okay. Yeah. I think Sarah, I think my wife asked, I think my wife asked if, uh, if there was an amount of money you could pay and get a discount and or can you pay some fee also and be almost what would be called a lifetime member but you know you're paid for 20 years or whatever yeah we, we have one lifetime we, member right now and that's mark mcfate um and that was due to i think the board that voted on that with all the help that he did as the webmaster um and everything that was kind of our thank you um as that so he's our only lifetime member right now right right and then Dave, the other thing we've we've kind of kicked around the idea of being like having three tiers and we haven't really gone and done that or or anything you know when you, like if you're uh you know level one level two level three but yeah, as as of now, we don't. I know Sarah does have a couple people that seem to want to renew regularly, so they're a year or two uh, paid up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so that is something that we could talk about doing. You know, where you figure five years or ten years or whatever. Uh, fundraising question for you before we go on. The pens. Were we going to yep. put those on hiatus or because we did not talk about them last month and then we can't let so, that go by again? No, um, Mark and I talked offline about that um, because okay. most people had responded to him on which pen they liked. And we yeah. had said last month we had approved the $300 um, for that. Iowa State Parks event. And so I had ordered the, those um, phone device holders. Um, yeah. And Mark also made an order of pens. And because of the um, whatever, he got like 80 of them free or something. Um, so it was a pretty oh. good deal. We stayed within that $300. Perfect. That's I just wanted to make sure. Awesome. Yep. Yep. Webmaster, Bob? Yes. Um, nothing new to really report. Uh, I've tried to collect some new pictures and um, put some new updated the, the photo gallery on the front page. Um, I was just looking and I'm going to apologize to Sean if you're still on here because I know I went in and updated the um, Adopt a Highway and uh, for some reason um, the link and everything for your uh, adopt a highway litter removal is not um, there so I'm gonna have to look at that and see what I did wrong um, otherwise I think uh, everything's been updated to the point that um, we wanted to there's still some a, a page that I'm going to add um, so we can build an archive and I think that's going to be under the board of directors uh, it'll be an archive of um, either forms or historical information about the Iowa geocachers uh, or all of the above, let's say that. Um, and, uh, you know, we're still kind of putting some of that together. Um, and as far as hike and seek, I can uh, create a page with docs, with a document share. So, um, or possibly create a link um, to the document. 
uh, if we decide to do that, post that on the Hike and Seek page. Um, I otherwise, don't I don't have anything. Is that... I can do the Hike and Seek stuff otherwise. Yeah, yep. Um, unless anyone else has anything that they want to throw in at the page, we do have Mark Fried is still um, posting the to the blog with the, um, the supporting member spotlight. And uh, we have, uh, we had another February Cash of the Month winner uh, posted. And I think it looks like at the end of the month, the March uh, Cash of the Month uh, winner will be posted. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm always looking for uh, feedback on the, on the web, website. So. All right. Cash of the month, Dave. Nothing new. We've got three nominations in for this month, so I'll get that info to Bob and we'll get out another email for voting. All righty. Adopt a highway, Sean. Yeah, we have uh, uh, two Adopt a Highway CEDOs scheduled this uh, for April, uh, on the one on the 5th in Ames and one on the 25th in uh, Lake Anita State Park, uh, Highway 148. That would be mine. Um, the one on the 5th is hosted by Mark Miller and for ISU. Um, hope to see all y'all there. All right. Land Manager Relations. Sherry. Um, nothing new right now. All right. Uh, social media, Cheryl. Um, Mark has been putting up those same posts on Facebook as well, and I've been keeping the events up to date, although now it's also been about editing events um, and about what's been canceled. Um, but otherwise, that's that's all we've got going on on social media right now is those two routine posts. All right. Uh, then events. Covered that, right, Cheryl? Yeah. Um, um, anything for Bucky's challenge is? Are we worried about that right now, or? <laughs> no, no, it's half okay. done. Okay. Okay. Otherwise, yep, everything else yep. in events cruising along. Okay. Yeah, and then just to touch base, uh, as I read it now. The state park centennial celebration at Backbone is still on. Uh, we'll probably, uh, as the events committee, we'll probably get that. Uh, so Sarah and I drove over there this weekend to kind of have a look around and stuff. We were able to go to the campground location where the lodge is and stuff and have kind of look around to see how the land laid out. But we really don't know where we're going to be. Uh, I just talked to a DNR officer, Chase. He says that the gal that's in charge of Backbone, she will be getting a map together, and she will be placing the uh, individual organizations on that map, so then we'll know more where we'll be. And then we can do our event and, and that uh at that time so uh within a couple couple two three weeks we should probably kind of know where we're going to be at and or if they're going to be canceling that so that's what i know uh anything else on that okay nominations yeah. sherry um, nothing except that um, we're going to have some positions on the board um, open this fall. So kind of start thinking about if you know somebody who would be good for the board or who you think might enjoy it. Um, I don't need names yet, but just kind of be thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. And I have one name for you. I can email you that and then you can okay. email them and, and ask questions. So I'll write that down before I forget. 
Okay, anything else? All right, hearing none, I would entertain a motion to adjourn. This is Cheryl. I'll make a motion to adjourn the meeting. And do I have a second? This is Cheryl. <laughs> Man, I thought maybe we were going to make it last another half hour there. I didn't know if anybody was going to speak up. I haven't had dinner All right, yet. So we got. <laughs> All right, so we have a motion and a second. All those in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 All those opposed, signify by saying nay. All right. Hearing none. Meeting has been adjourned. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.